You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on The John DePietro Show. J.K.L. Engineering. Folks, whether it's wintertime, spring, or summer, they'll keep you nice and comfortable in your home. Why not let J.K.L. Engineering let them design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system? Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill as by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. Now, J.K.L., is a carrier factory authorized dealer. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Folks, let's face it. Being inside, being comfortable in your home, is there anything more important right now with what we're going through? Call J.K.L. Engineering. Central Air is a game changer for your life. Talk about improving quality of life. Here's what I'm saying. J.K.L., they'll keep you warm in the wintertime and cool in the summertime. 53 years of experience, their reputation, Second to none, whether you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available for both residential and commercial. Call my friends at J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. Let's be nice and comfortable in your home. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Folks, it's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11, we go until 2, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Try that out also. You can always, always listen online at DePietro, D-E-P-E-T-R-O, DePietro.com. Click on the Listen Live button. It's time for our segment, This Week in Politics. And with me is the managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. His name is Justin Katz. Justin, I want to start off with this Alley Donuts um, controversy that they injected themselves into. I was there yesterday morning. I did a Facebook Live. If anybody wants to see it, it's right on the Facebook page, John DePietro Show on Facebook. The crowd was kind of the crowd I left Friday night. They were hostile. They come up with these insane arguments that all police are just murderers and liars. But Ali's Donuts on this Monday, he's almost trying to walk it back a little bit. But, boy, he jumped into the fray on... On Saturday night, saying, you know, these Providence firefighter, and uh, because of what happened to him, supposedly, on the interview on Channel 12 from the rally, and because of that, those cops should be fired, and they racially profiled him. And going forward on this anniversary of D-Day, police and fire, no more discount from Alley's Donuts. We're going to go through it a little bit, but I want to hear your initial thoughts. Well, police, fire, and military, for some reason. Um I, well, uh, no, excuse me. It's police and military. I, I don't think fire was included in the first response. Yeah, maybe not. But, uh, the, poli- uh, but it's important. Police and military. But go ahead. Yeah. But the uh, I think it, it indicates one of the problems we're seeing more and more. And it's, it's pretty disturbing is this this idea when there's some public controversy, some political dispute, everybody's got to figure out how they can redirect their entire lives into a statement. And we see this not only with stores boycotting or or that sort of thing, but also schools where if, if a 
something happens in a school and the administration is insufficiently woke, all the alumni start colleges and high schools I've seen it in, all the alumni start feeling like they it's this is my opportunity to make a statement against my school for being racist, which is crazy. Uh, but I, I think it's it really that's my first thought is this is it's such a, a damaging and divisive way to go about a society. I mean, how can we how can we actually move forward if, if you can enjoy a donut without worrying about the political statement you'll be making? And regarding a crowd, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. Um, we, we see this nationally periodically where there's some one one side of the political divide uh, does, doesn't like a statement a, a business has made. And so they issue a boycott and that kind of thing. And then the other side rallies, either they go shopping there or they do a GoFundMe. And so it, it seems to boost their business up. And I saw, you know, yesterday triumphant posts, we were out of donuts, um, but at alleys, but we'll see. It's, it's really going to be a matter of whether they upset more of their regular customers. I mean, right now, all the activists, we've seen them in Providence and Newport, they're out there keyed to make a statement right now. So it's not that surprising that they would all say, hey, let's go get some donuts at this place. And the Internet obviously makes organization very easy right. in that regard. But it, and it it's was, a long term. It was a nice Sunday morning. But as someone that was there, I would argue his customer base yesterday is not his normal customer base. I thought I'd run into some people would say, boy, I wasn't aware of the story. Instead. They were handing out Black Lives Matter in line. Uh, they employ a number of people. Alley's Donuts, I mean, I remember stop. It was the only place open on the way to the beach, and there was no big route for you. had to go by there. There's a lot of different donut options now. And then you have your regular customers that have gone there for every year. So they, and by the way, yesterday they were giving away free donuts. So the, the line was deceiving. And, of course, they sold out because they weren't even selling them. Um I think this, and he inherited the business from his parents. I tried talking to him yesterday, and I'll just share with you. I tried just basically talking to him, Rhode Islander, Rhode Islander, saying I used to stop here when I, you know, I was five years old. I remember coming by Alley's Donuts on we were driving down to Green Hill. I, are you sure? Because to me, Justin Katz, he was basing this whole thing on a false narrative story put out that we're going to talk about we can get it now on, on channel 12 from that providence firefighter so i was trying to explain to him like that story as we speak is collapsing that firefighter that went on channel 12 on friday night in the heat of the rally left out a huge component of the story it wasn't that he was racially profiling sitting in his car it was the providence police had got a report of an armed assailant sitting in a red car waving a gun around in that there was a witness there that said, I think that's the car. And he was sitting in a red car and there's certainly accusations and rumors floating around what he was doing in the car. But my point is what I was trying to actually say to this young son who inherited the business of Alley's Donuts of, I, you know, like you're, you're basing this on something that the story's falling apart as we speak. So let's talk about that, Justin Katz. Yeah, well, I've, I've been wondering, um, I mean, watching the rallies on Friday night, uh, I, I kind of had to wonder where the objective journalists were. They were all, yes. as far as I could see, they were all, um, I'm so thrilled to be part of reporting part of this historic event, you know, that kind of an attitude. Uh, and it does start to make you wonder what responsibility uh, journalists have, even, even on a man on the street kind of interview like that uh, to, to 
check on things because that's uh, you, I think you posted yesterday a comparison of you know, what a million views of that video of the firefighter yeah. claiming to have been racially profiled and maybe a thousand views of the one clarifying uh, what had actually happened. And this is this it's the landslide that starts to happen when everything's political yeah. because the, the news you can say anything to the journalist. Uh, it's a single perspective and it, you get the feeling people aren't quite as as willing as they used to be to pause and say, we only know one side of the story right now. And suddenly you get businesses deciding they've got to make a statement with their businesses and it becomes this landslide. And it, you have to wonder where, where does the responsibility actually begin to, to not have that happen? And that, that's a, that's a real concern. We've got, especially in the internet era, we've got to figure out who, who's responsible for this. Is it the journalist? Uh, of course, the, firefighter if, if he was being dishonest although he, he couldn't have known um necessarily about the uh the armed assailant but we're, we're way too keyed to that and then suddenly you've got you know businesses getting into the controversy in a in a you know it's, it makes sense that it's a younger younger guy now running the business because that's kind of the the generational gap is people used to say this is I sell donuts. I'm not a politician. Uh, now there's everybody's got to be woke. Uh, so it's a big, big problem we've got to unravel. Ali's Donuts. And again, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. speak with Justin Katz, managing at OceanStateCard.com. He injected himself into that debate. He had very scathing words about the Providence police. And also, obviously, because the National Guard is out there, he feels that the military is silent. Instead of speaking up, he did this. Now, I still don't know, Justin Katz, because I found out that starting last Tuesday, North Kingstown police, there was so much traffic for the way he reopened, the way they have to direct people outside because they have a very small uh, showroom. So they have the people wait outside. So there was traffic. So they had to, he had police. So last Tuesday, he dismissed the police detail. So there was talk, I found out, and that has not been reported yet that he was tired of paying the police detail that and maybe it was exorbitant. I heard it was a hundred dollars per hour that he had to pay because the police were out there directing traffic. So, and the problem is because they have such a small little front that when you go there and the social distancing that they've had to reconfigure. So they had people outside and then I don't know if they need the police, but they did. But on Tuesday, he dismissed the police detail so maybe something was in the works. But to me, as much as that is the Rhode Island mainstay and everything else, the landscape has changed. There's far more of these original making donut type places. And I think now, like, I, I don't have any sympathy. I feel he made his bed. He can lie in it. And I mean it. I went to him before I did a Facebook Live saying I, I wanted to make sure he knew that that Providence firefighter story of which was was basically collapsing, that the police came out. They had a detailed account. He left out the fact that the police went to him and said, hey, listen, we're sorry about this, but we, we are chasing an armed suspect. His union had knew that. They still put that out. Um, I, I don't have any sympathy for, for Ali's Donuts. They're facing massive backlash, but people will only take so much. And many of the people that were in line yesterday dressed in black with the Black Lives Matter shirts, maybe they went out on the first Sunday but let's see what type of business he does uh, during the week. But, Justin, let's go to this. Um, actually, we're going to take a quick break. I do want to talk about the firefighter thing. You're not wrong about the media, by the way, and I want to share some things with you. Folks, it's Justin Katz with the John DePietro Show. 
a lot more ahead. We are going to talk about Governor Mundo, no mask, uh, the press briefing last week. It's a lot more. Leave it right here. You're going to really enjoy the next segment right here on the John DePietro Show. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service YankeeTreeService.com What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming Experts based right in Lincoln Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today 439-6028 439-6028 Whether it's tree removal stump grinding, tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at yankee tree service their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best the treatment plan for your tree and maybe it's an emergency service did something come down call them today 439-6028 439-6028 if they have to they get right up there in the bucket yankee tree service since 2006 tree trimming experts give them a call 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com have you been thinking about updating your website Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Bethel Certified Softwash. Let's make sure your house and property looks the best it can look. Right now, spring is the time. You can text Jared free same day text estimate 401-617-2585. They have a great Facebook page, Bethel certified soft wash let's get rid of that algae mildew that's outside in your home the side of your home on your pavement on your patio maybe it's on the basketball court bethel certified soft wash they have a great facebook page jared the before and after pictures are just incredible what your home could look like or your garage your property with bethel certified soft wash power wash now jared he came to our house folks it looks brand new Get rid of, you know, it just happens. You build up some of that algae and mildew, and maybe sometimes you just have some dirt and grime. Bethel certified soft wash, power wash, especially now we're spending more time outside. You want your house and property to look the best it can. Jared did a fantastic job. My neighbors are saying, my goodness, Juan, look how beautiful your house looks. It looks so clean. My kids said, Daddy, it's like the house got a bath. I said, it did get a bath from Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Text Jared, free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585. Find them on Facebook. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. It's going to make your property, your home, your deck, your walkway 
any outdoor surface, he can get rid of it. As far as the algae, mildew, gets rid of it with a very safe solution. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. We are with Justin Katz, Managing Editor, OceanStateCurrent.com. Our segment is politics this week. Justin, let's talk about that firefighter. Um, I think there were so many different questions that he, Carolyn Guggen didn't even know what she was stumbling into. There's something odd about the way this thing was set up. I'd like to find out how that was set up. I heard it was through a photog at 12. It was really friendly with all the firefighters. He was reading off his phone. Um, he even had to read his name. There's talk that someone wrote it for him. Now, he never mentions that there were police were searching for an armed suspect in that area. As someone who was at the rally, I'll tell you, that word of that then rocketed through. People were going up to the police, blank you, you did that to that firefighter. I mean, they inflamed it. From what I understand in real time, the union president, Derek Silva, not Dowdy, he backed it up on it. He knew he was going to do it. He backed it up on it. They left out crucial information about the fact that the police were searching for it. There's talk that this business of he went to get food, that there was an aroma of marijuana coming from the car that he was sitting in. Um, I, 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 that is one of the most outrageous things that I've seen. And granted, the person from Channel 12 was completely caught off guard. They allowed them to have the narrative painted that way. But that, that I think, is going to be very different this week, as I believe, from what I understand, his story is going to collapse. Well, I mean, again, if, if people took a take a breath, I mean, you, you see time to time, a, you know, a, a news report kind of go, going in depth on, on police use of force and you, police really have a split second to make a decision. So if they think somebody has a gun, they've, they've got to draw their Yes. Weapons. And yes. I mean, they, they, you don't have you just don't have time to, to nope. pull a gun if, if you're wrong. And to, so it is it is despicable to take a to, to take that opportunity as it was. And it, it didn't escalate. It was no they pulled a gun. And they that is true. The they did put a gun on him. But because uh, there was a witness right there saying, I think this guy in that gun car waving a gun around. I mean, that, that yeah. did happen. <laughs> but the police, as soon as they. Okay, search and then boom. As soon as then, you know that that was the end of it. They they kind of handled it very well. It's not like they shot him, uh, but that did right, happen. Right. But he completely <laughs> left that part out of the equation. Yeah, and no no racial uh, no uh, no no racial comments. No nothing. Nothing. Was, they they checked and they moved on, and and that's that's what's going to happen. But the another part of this, I think, is missing in a whole kind of Black Lives Matters. Uh, movement is this idea that if the the more we make things illegal the more police are going to interact with people in a way that can go wrong or that gives the wrong impression or makes people feel vulnerable and whether it's marijuana or or gun ownership uh, the more things that police have to enforce so we've got this kind of untenable situation now where where the same the progressive movement is is pushing for more laws and more government control at the same time they're faulting police for enforcing the laws uh, it starts to look like they want selective enforcement on these kinds of things but at some point we all have to be adults and be able to say yeah you know what that story doesn't sound quite right and i i kind of wonder as you say that the the news of this this uh, the firefighters uh 
segment on, on Channel 12, the news of that spread throughout the rally, I start to wonder whether, I don't, I don't know the timeline, whether that was involved uh, related to the assault on a police officer Friday night. Yes. It's, oddly enough, is a yeah. story I can't find any information about. You're right. Um, so the, it, that's a very a microcosm of how, this, how these things can get out of hand. You know what else, Justin? And I want to, uh, folks, again, uh, it's John DePietro with Justin Katz. Now, I'm going to tell you firsthand what it was like. Number one, there were far more people there. And as a matter of fact, because of the still catching the virus and close people, if I had known there were going to be that many people, I'm not sure I would have gone. Um, several things. We were being told it was being organized by young students. I think you've seen some of my tweets. That's false. This was, and the media won't, I'm just going to tell you what happened, and then you're going to see the difference in how it was reported. This was, and you know this crowd, it is the union activists, Aaron Ruggenberg in a crossing guard neon thing. They must have had 30 to 50 people, all white, by the way, in these neon crossing guards. And they are directing the crowd where to go. They have flags. They are communicating with each other in directing the traffic. The people that organized the Wyatt Detention Center, they were the organizers. Justin, and again, I, I didn't realize once I got there and I saw all these uh, Luna shirts, which stands for Laborers Union International North America. Once I saw all those shirts. So you have these older white gentlemen wearing Luna shirts there with masks on, somewhat to me dirty looks. But my point is, this was the Ruggenberg. When, when he was at Brown University, they started the Providence Student Union. And as you know, or probably remember, this was organized they, they, kids from Brown, they put these kids up from Central and Classical, almost as like fronts, like pawns. They were then behind the scenes against Deborah Giss with the whole thing of the taking the, you know, the test and all this other stuff about graduation requirements. So fast forward, Ruggenberg still uses that trick where they put the high school students forward. People, I sent you that tweet from Channel 6, and to think this was organized by teenagers Justin, completely false. It was the people behind the Wyatt Detention Center. The John Brown Gun Club was there Friday night. Um, so it's, you know, 10,000 people were there. And, and fully, you, you know, they go for training of this. And, you know, they have the people out in the crowd with bullhorns getting the chants going and the mini bullhorns and one right after the other. And I, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. It is, it is wildly impressive how organized it is. And I mean... They send the people in. It's not just like you and I go and we're starting a chant. They have the people that are designated as the leader. And you can see the colors that they have, that they are the one and they're leading everybody with the chants. Um, my cr clothes on Saturday reeked from the smell of pot because there was so much pot smoke. Uh, I saw this. I won't mention a reporter, but they wanted to float around like this is such a peaceful rally. Justin, it was so tense. Anytime. If you go to a, a restaurant or a public gathering and you see someone screaming, let alone screaming profanity and then screaming at police, that is not a peaceful, relaxing atmosphere. Justin Katz, I want you to picture like five to six people going up to National Guard and police and at the top of their lungs with their middle fingers out, screaming blank you. Now, and I would see that female reporter, uh, I won't say who it is, but floating by seeing it, it like I, I who in their right mind thinks that's peaceful it was tense it seemed like at any moment things could go off um they were to paint this narrative of 
that it was just everybody coming together. And it, it, it was anything but at any moment, it seemed like the thing could just, you know, erupt. <laughs> well, there's there's the double standard, right? If, if uh, in a Tea Party rally or something like that, if, if somebody looks at oh else my crosswise, God. it's it's violent. Yes. But but here the standard is, I mean, in in the progressive narrative, they and it that is full fully throughout the news media at this point, they really believe that the, they believe the progressive message, and so the the justice would be violence almost. Yeah. So anything short of violence, yes. in fact, only one only one assault on a police officer. They what a well behaved crowd because they didn't riot this time and, and break a bunch of windows. I mean that's the that's the the standard that the the left gets to live under. But the regarding the the organizers, it does make you uh, one of the interesting things about living through this time in the United States is a lot of the stuff. I grew up wondering how did that actually happen in say Russia or something like that, some kind of yep. revolution. Uh, we're, we're starting to see how it happens. I think where you get a crowd riled up over some, some incident somewhere that, that they, they get the emotions going and some, the media outlets start to promote it as something it isn't. Uh, and then, you know, you get a big crowd there and then a few dozen people who are well organized can start to can kind of control it. And yes. I, I will say that is, it is impressive that uh, oh, you know, several hours spent on a, on a razor's edge didn't go over the top, yes. uh, but that's a, that's a factor of, you know, you've got those 30 to 50 people who are part of the organization spread throughout the crowd and they're making sure people move in the right direction. If there's trouble that they don't want, uh, you know, on the riots, they wanted the trouble. And so they started it, but if there's trouble they don't want, they, they quickly get it under control. And of course you've got military presence there. So most people are going to be a little bit hesitant to, to do anything too crazy. Yes. Uh, and then they start the chance and that's how they start to the control of it. Uh, you know, it takes two people chanting, we want Gina, for example, yep. to make that go throughout the crowd. That's how these how these things work. And I will say, by the way, on that, the on the idea of a peaceful rally, uh, I heard at one point, I think it was in one of you, your live streaming of the event, the chant, the classic chant, no justice, no peace. Yep. And it just seemed very strange to me. I thought this was a peaceful riot. Are you a peaceful rally? Are you <laughs> yeah. are you you're promising no peace? That's right. At a peaceful rally. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> All right, folks, coming up, we are going to um, talk about it. Justin and I may disagree, but the whole business of Governor Raimondo showing up there, uh, that and a lot more without a mask right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, for your business, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. MEG, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Remember, free estimates. Call them today, 508-336-2110. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. FHWA Inspections or Rhode Island State Inspection Station. Trailer Pickup and Delivery. 24-hour mobile service. ABS repairs, brakes, doors. If it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web 
at www.innovast.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA, MEGA Professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. 508-336-7801. Now, what exactly do they do, MEGA Professionals? They are here to help you run your business by finding you workers. And maybe you need workers. Maybe you need drivers, workers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, uh, local, aka sleep-at-home drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled workers, labor, healthcare professionals, office professionals. You need workers. You need MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. You're trying to run your business. Listen, it's a hassle trying to hire people, go through all the resumes, set up the interviews. Instead, it's one phone call to help you with your company. MEGA Professionals, 508-336-7801, 508-336-7801 for MEGA Professionals. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is the managing editor, OceanStateCurrent.com, Justin Katz. And Justin, I want to, um, again, we're still uh, folks talking about the rally uh, Governor Mundo coming under heavy heat. But I want to just set the, the scene for you because you and I, I'm not going to go through all the names, but you know some of the activists that would be there. Justin, when I got there and I suddenly realized they have the neon crossing guard uh, things and they have walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies are more flags because it gets so loud, I guess you can't talk by walkie-talkies. So they have re- real flags that like signify maybe, I don't even know, maybe like go this way or it's a problem or not a problem. Um, they have the mini bullhorns. When I saw it, I realized, oh, wow, this is not – there were two factions. Now, I know one of them. It's Brother Gary and Black Lives Matter, and he is not with this group. These were supposedly high school students. That's why they have the rally start from the high school because, Justin, it's got to be high school kids organizing because they start the rally at the high school, right? As if Justin, adults couldn't do that. I mean, it's so transparent. But that reporter from Channel 6, like, falls for the whole thing. It's, like, it's done by design. I don't know why they didn't start the rally at a, at a middle school or even a grammar school. And they could have said it was, you know, the rally's organized, organized by second graders. But no, they wanted to be that. As soon as I saw who was really running the rally to myself, I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now this makes sense. It's Ruggenberg, the crowd. So anyway, fast forward to the lawn. And he was already tweeting, if anything happens, it's not our fault. It's the riot police fault. And so I'm on the left side of the lawn. And there was everything was closed. People need to remember that. There was nothing open. So if you leave and curfew's coming up at 9 o'clock, You have to go home because there's nothing open. Now, granted, as I said, pot smoke, like no concert I ever gone to, had gone to when I was in college or high school, all through the year, whatever, as long as anything mellows them out. It's a nice night. They're not going anywhere. They're being entertained. There's energy. They all think they're doing, accomplishing something. So they're there. So many of the activists are encouraging the crowd. We're staying. We are going to challenge this National Guard. I heard Justin Katz, this girl on the phone, saying to her mother, getting permission, we're all getting arrested. It's a $25 fine. It's civil disobedience. I'm safe. I'm with. She names her friends, hangs up and says, I'm all set. My mom said I can. As long as that's it. I'm gonna... So, Justin, they were not going anywhere. And as 9 o'clock approached, 
and the National Guard was standing up. Ruggenberg had the troops ready. They were prepared, and there were probably 400 people there, maybe even five, but definitely three to 400. And they, if they could, maybe they were going to be there till two in the morning. They weren't going anywhere. They were right up in their face. They, just like, like Justin, the wide detention center, this seems odd to some people, but their badge of honor is they went there to get arrested. They watched people getting arrested on CNN, and now it's their turn. Suddenly, Governor Amundo gets there uh, because if the police or anyone else took to the microphone, she was surrounded. They were booing her and yelling at her, but then she's pleading with them to leave. She doesn't have a mask on. She's getting them praying. She keeps going. And then the crowd did disperse. Now, I have one thought. I respect your opinion. You feel, or you were at least on social media, under the impression that this was kind of a set stage thing. You could be right. Uh, You know, you could be right. Um, because then I, I, I then left uh, right at nine because I was like, I'm not going to just stand here if there's something definitely about to happen here. And I just, you know, I'd been there a long time. I was exhausted. But I want to hear your thoughts on the whole thing with the governor showing up. Well, I just I you could be right. I just wonder, you could be right. Well, the, the whole thing, just the, the crowd chanting, we want Gina. And then she appears and true. her husband's got the knock it off That's shirt true. on That's and, true. And, and leading them in prayer. I mean, you are talking about a crowd, a large crowd of emotional people, probably, as you're saying, many of them stoned. Um, and so there, there's always risk to that. But I, 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 I kind of wonder where the organization and begins and ends and uh there, there's also a possibility that within among themselves there's some disagreement you know the regenberg faction and the gina faction might be saying okay we want it to go this way well now why don't we go slightly this yep. way instead and maybe gina won that little battle uh, among the progressives but it wasn't I'm, I'm forgetting the specific issue but there was a not just a few months ago there was an inc- incidence with regenberg they were going to stay at the state house all night and I think Raimondo yes. came out there, too, and said, hey, guys, you know, I agree with everything you want. And they all went, so they left. Yes. Um, so it's not exactly. So, I mean, when you, when you mention the organizers, it sounds to me like the organizers were there to contain the contain the emotion and, and keep it focused rather than to to push it over the top that Raimondo had to come in and, and save the day or, or you know, try to defuse a, a hostile situation. It sounds like that's what the organizers were fully on. And so it doesn't surprise me if Regenberg was prepared, you know, just in case something goes wrong here, we're being peaceful. I, I, it doesn't, that doesn't kind of, uh, and regarding the high school kids, I, I think this, hmm. it goes to the same kind of a point. The, for years, I mean, Regenberg, cut his teeth organizing these yes. kids, Provincetown Union and all that. To some extent, some of these high schools, especially in urban areas, are activist training yes. grounds. Yeah. I mean, the, the Central Falls I wrote about a, a year ago is hiring people to help kids become social justice. And what's ironic is their, their mascot is a warrior. So they're, they're literally, literally training social justice warriors. So where, again, where, yeah, I, I'll, I'll believe the kids set up the speaking agenda, you know, that where, but where that ends and where it begins with, with the organization and who is calling the shots, I think that's a, a very interesting question. And I think that's where we don't necessarily disagree. I think there's just shades of, I just, I just really buy the whole thing. I mean, at that point, I'd been seeing news reporters, I think it was actually Dan McGowan saying, oh, who is, who is that woman? Very impressive. Was, was saved, stopped it from becoming a riot at least 20 times. Well, you know, that sounds like 
somebody who was there specifically, probably oh. a paid organizer to keep that going. And so the whole thing just went kind of just flowed in a way. I, I don't really, I, I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that the, the governor was you know, whisked there to save, to, to stop a, a problem. I mean, the crowd was chanting, we are Gina. We want Gina. So, That's true. Um, Early on, not the whole time. She was not the focal point. That did happen, but it wasn't, a, I, I didn't hear it as a constant theme. That, I mean, that did happen, but, uh, but I heard them chanting, where's Gina, meaning it, they, it was an insult to her that she didn't go there, that she wasn't with them. So kind of like, you know, where the Trump people were saying, where's Hunter? Um, it was not like we want her. I took it as Ruggenberg and crew were jabbing her of look at the, where's Gina. Gina's not here because she wasn't there. So I, I didn't get the impression it was a compliment. But I, let's talk about, and again, folks, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I speak with Justin Katz, managing at OceanStateCard.com. Justin, people are furious that after months of being locked up, and Bob Burke of Potiphar wrote this scathing piece of, you've kept us locked up, you've talked to us like children, your contracting note, uh, tra- contract notebook, um, tracing notebook, and then her and the first gentleman holding hands and no mask. Uh, people are, were absolutely out of their minds, upset, angry, and really, really angry on Saturday for that. And for good reason. I mean, yeah. I thought it was bad enough earlier in the day when uh, Brett Smiley, her chief of staff, uh, put out a picture of himself with uh, Department of Health Director Alexandra, Alexander Scott, uh, Nicole Alexander Scott, uh, both of them with masks, but shoulder to shoulder, not distancing at all. Hmm. Uh, that to me seemed like a bad message in the middle of the day. And here comes the governor. Uh, you know, what, what really struck me was at, after months of keeping churches closed and now allowing them to open only under restrictions. Uh, in fact, we had a story last week on, on OceanStateCurrent.com about a, an East Providence church that was actually shut down early on in the COVID thing when 25 people in a, a building that seats over 500, uh, the police actually came in and dispersed them. So that is a threat to health. And yet here comes a governor leading a prayer of hundreds of people all close together. Uh, so it, there's, there's really good reason not only to be to be angry, but to be worried, because this is what you get when you put a lot of power in the hands of a few people uh, who are driven largely by ideology. You get this this situation where the governor gets to pick and choose. And in fairness, it's not just the governor. Nationally, we're seeing uh, actual organizations of we keep they all fall under the workers. It's John DePietro. Listen, folks, this is a unique situation, but instead of wasting the time by just watching television or old episodes of old movies, instead, clean up your home, clean up your attic, clean up your basement and your garage. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. Call them for a free estimate. They will deliver a dumpster right to your home. Do some spring cleaning. Use this time to finally clean that out that old junk from your basement, from your attic, from your garage. Do some spring cleaning. Use this unique time. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They'll come to your home. They will drop off a dumpster. You load it up. Tell them whenever it is. Maybe it stays for a week. Maybe it stays for a weekend. Maybe it stays for one day. Call Brothers Disposal today. Free estimate, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Stop watching Netflix. Do something productive. 
Finally, clean up your home. Clean out that garage or the attic or the basement. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. Free estimate, 401-688-0517. It's Brothers Disposal. And let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. I received the nicest email from one of our listeners saying, John DePietro, thank you for telling us about Winfield Termite and Pest Control. I said, hey, thank them. Folks, you can call them today, Winfield Termite and Pest Control, 401-821-7800, online, winfieldpest.com. Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service, Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Remember, family-friendly pest control professionals that you can trust for your home. Call them today, 821-7800. What can Winfield Termite and Pest Control do? Well, remove ants, termites, mice, cockroaches, any pest from your home, yard, business, or commercial property. For a free estimate or to schedule a home inspection, call Winfield Termite and Pest Control today. The team you can depend on. 821-7800. Now listen, this is going to be a bad tick season, but it won't be. Or mosquitoes. Not if you call Winfield Termite and Pest Control. They can protect you, your family, from ticks, mosquitoes. Now listen, who knows what potential viruses that could be spread, whether it be from a mosquito. This is not the time that you want to get Lyme disease from a tick. You'll be able to enjoy your property, maybe for yourself, for your family, for your grandchildren, protect your home, your family, and business. And that's what it's about, protection. I trust Winfield Termite and Pest Control to protect you, your family, your property, your home, and your business. Winfield Termite and Pest Control. Call them today, 821-7800, Winfield Termite Pest Control, Rhode Island's most dependable pest control service a family-friendly pest control professionals folks you're going to love these guys you can trust call them today 821-7800 or online at winfieldpest.com folks again uh it's john DePietro. our segment is politics this week with justin katz we had a minor glitch justin let's go through you tell me you and i both follow this why wasn't she wearing the mask she said in her haste to get down there both her and the first gentleman left them what what is you know that's what she says but but just we're just speculating here why don't you think she wore the mask 
Well, first of all, that claim almost makes things worse because one of the things she's lectured us on in our school marmish way is always have the mask. It's like your car yes. keys. It should be in yep. your pocket. It should be in your car. You don't leave home without it. You, know, you have to have the mask. So if she's drilling that in our heads, it's not really an excuse. Oh, it was late. We forgot it. And to tell you the truth, in one of the pictures, I think I saw a mask hanging off the first gentleman's ear, but that could have been a mistake, mistaken impression. Uh, cool. But the, uh, the, the idea that they would go out there to me it's photo op right gina okay. saves the day i mean, to, yep. I mean that's the obvious answer is and, she doesn't and, want and, that in her face and, and and say that's exactly right you know you're not the first one uh photo op don't want it hidden her face uh, someone else had said street cred none of the else were wearing masks how does she come out with the mask want to seem like part of the crowd but that's interesting if you feel, you know, if we're going to do this and have it very dramatic and they're holding hands, praying, you, you don't want the mask maybe covering her. And, um, and Justin, again, listen, I, I obviously value your opinion. I have you on every week for an hour to, to hear about it. That is your thought. Have, have you shared that with anyone? Have you heard from anyone else? They think that that's what is. It seems odd that with her staff and being there that no one said to her, Governor, don't forget, here's your mask or take take a mask or or you, you would first respond as you had all the police there in masks. I, I have I, I just don't I it doesn't make sense to me that no one I, I don't even get the impression she I don't know what to make of it. I was going to say that she had and took it off, but. But your feeling is because of the photo op, that's why there was no mask. Right. Well, and what really, what really puts it, drives it home to me. I could be sympathetic if, if the governor's coming out, you've got a kind of tense situation. And I've been writing about this since the beginning. If you can't see somebody's face, full face, you're, you're, you can't communicate very well with them. So I could see that. Okay, the governor's saying, I'm going to take some risk here, put my face out there so people can see I'm sincere. I could see that. But then you've got the first gentleman, her husband, right behind her with no mask on. Yeah. At that point, it starts to be, and then there was another official-looking guy. I don't, I didn't recognize next to them as well. Uh, no mask again. So it really starts to. All right, we're all in this for the photo op. I, that, that's what it, it looks like to me. And I, I've commented that's on that. Fair. But it's, that's fair. But it was the presence of the husband without the mask. Yeah, you know, especially mm. after months of this being drilled into us. I just don't. I don't. I don't buy it. <laughs> you know, I also want to just follow up on that, and it's because I was just let's you know let's just be play this out. All right, right now. Is if my if my if I was at home and my house was on fire, maybe then you run out and you don't have it. Or I, I'm just trying to think like in a real emergency situation. But I have to think, you know, you're riding there, the trooper, you have the car. They're being rushed there. Uh, you know, the the aides people have got to be greeting her to get her in there. I I. I got to think that there was an extra mask around, even if you ran out with one, that you'd have an extra one there that someone would say, you know, first gentleman and and um, and governor, here's your mask. Like you have a bag of them. Right. I mean, there's all police. There's all these National Guard. I mean, there were plenty of people there and in and out of the state house, And they were I, I agree with you. It seems odd. How bad do you think it is? I mean, she was getting killed on social media on Saturday so bad that she had to release a statement and come out with that whole business about in a rush, forgot about it. And then the contract tracing notebook. Yeah. I, th I think this is going to be a very big challenge for her to overcome imposing yeah. or keeping rules imposed. I mean, it not, and it's not just her here. I mean, it's, 
people are now, I mean, I'm not the first to point this out, but people for, for months have been having to sit at home and share the dying moments of their loved ones over FaceTime. That's right. Uh, you know, over the internet. And here you've got the governor, not only the governor, but the entire progressive movement saying, oh, you know what? This is important. This is really important for people to rally right now. So that's allowed. I, th- I think people are just going to be sick of it. I mean, yeah. you could, even something as I mean, graduates from high school, you, you can't even walk across a stage with a mask. I mean, that's right. That's kind of when people see that, Excellent. that double standard. And if you've yes. got a politically approved movement that is yeah. quote unquote um, important. So if you think saving the world and even social justice requires you to go to church and worship God, not allowed except under heavy restrictions. If you want to rally and do a I think a photo op for the governor that's allowed I mean Mm. I I don't think people are going to tolerate it much and I think it it really showed not only the governor but her husband and some other people around her who look like they were officials without the masks on and don't forget we're not talking that everybody has to wear the carpenter's n95 mask it's it's sure the the rule is anything over your face I mean I've I've been delivering some lunches to older people during through this thing and if they get to want to come to the door too quickly and can't find their mask they put their shirt over their face you know that yes. kind of of course i'm wearing yeah. a mask at that point so it's, it's safe anyway but the idea that that they couldn't come up with something to cover their faces especially when that's been drilled into us for months i mean that's i i think it's going to be a, a big problem and I, I we're already hearing I, kathy Gregg was tweeting out this morning she went she went out somewhere to a park or something like that and they, nobody had masks at this point whereas a week yeah. ago they would have or at yes. least had them visible and i think that's that's going to be the big change a lot of people are going to say you know what it, game's over that yeah i'm not believing it anymore she lost i think almost well probably more than 50 percent of her credibility on this issue well her uh briefing is coming up to go now to three times a week briefings coming up at uh at one o'clock this afternoon. So we'll have to see how she um, exactly how she handles this. Uh, Justin, before I let you go, anything else that Justin Katz, managing at OceanStateCard.com, Rhode Island Center for Freedom and Prosperity, anything else out there that you wanted to mention? Well, I do. uh, We do have uh, the center has along these lines, petitions and and also information and and our jingle on we want our summer back. I I think that's I think that's more timely now uh, when really we need to get our economy going. It'll be we'll be watching very closely and watch the OceanStateCurrent.com for for news and updates on on economic and and, uh, jobs and employment, because that's going to be very interesting. We heard the unemployment numbers came in better than expected. They're still double digit, but uh, nationally, they came in better than expected. There could be a big split between states that have reopened more quickly and states like Rhode Island that are really dragging their heels. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch in the coming weeks. One last question, you know, as I was there and I'm looking at this easily could have been a music crowd concert. This could have been a folk fest. This could have been jazz fest. What do you make of the fact, granted it's national, but that some of these medical first responders, doctors are saying social justice is more important than social well-being. Therefore, it trumps social distancing. I, I, Justin, don't you find through this suddenly, as we're all behaving and excited to go outside, suddenly now uh, there, there are two sets of rules because on Saturday – you know, sadly, East Greenwich High School had the graduation. The kids are all in the cars with their parents still following through with that under the guise of, you know, you have to be in the car with a mask on. You can't even do that. And the night before, 10,000 people standing next to each other on the lawn of the state house, and the, the governor standing up there holding hands and and no mask. It, um, 
I want to tell you, it really, to me, reverberated around the state on Saturday where people were very, very upset about it. Right. And I think it's going to go nationally and probably even internationally. I mean, the whole rationale for flatten a curve and all that. Yeah. We have to do this. No matter how important you think something is, we have to do this to save the world, basically. And now it turns out it really is all ultimately political. If, if the cause is politically important enough to you, then to the actually to the people in power, then go ahead and do it. I think that's... Uh, I, I don't think this happens again. I, I think there's going to be a lot more pushback. If, if there's another wave in the fall, I think a lot right. of people are going to say, you know what? Forget it. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not that dangerous to most of the population. Uh, it's really, uh, it's like it is, as, as some people were criticized early on for saying, it is kind of like a flu that affects a targeted group, the mostly elderly people. Right. Uh, and, that's, and now we know that when the when all these experts who were telling us we had to socially distance because otherwise we would destroy our entire civilization uh, and shut down our economy, when they are saying, no, unless there's a really important thing like a Black Lives Matter yeah. rally, that I, I don't yeah. think it flies again. Yep. Folks, he is managing at OceanStateCurrent.com. He's the excellent Justin Katz. Justin, great job. We will talk to you again. Wonderful talking to you, John. Keep it up. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Call today. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025, or online, they have a great website, lawndoctor.com. What do they do? Well, outdoor pest control, annual program, lawn care service, they make great lawns happen. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, your lawn care company. Love your lawn, best lawn guaranteed, call them today, 401 401- 392-1025. Free uh, consultation and estimate 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. And now is the time because you can get the early spring, the crabgrass control, time release fertilizer, professional blend of high calcium line. Lawn Doctor. Go online, check them out. It's lawndoctor.com or call them today 401-392-1025. Lawn Doctor. 